0: Zach.
1: Edward. We are here again, my friend.
0: I know, dude. So exciting. What's the dilly dilly? Uh, I mean, I don't
1: know. Talking shit to people on Twitter. It's kind of fun. That shit's (laughs) fucking hilarious. People on Twitter are a different beast.
0: Well, it's just the the deal is is that every, every person that you encounter, they are the epitome of like homer fans like they can't see anything wrong with their team and so when you poke at their team they're like no way man we're the greatest ever we're gonna win the super bowl they're like "Eh, you you might not man i don't know not every team can say they're gonna win the super bowl that's not gonna happen only one team wins the super bowl oh and if you're a kansas city chiefs fan your your offensive line
1: sucks garbage
0: but anyway i got a question for you man yep What's the difference between a pickpocketer and a peeping tom? Please tell me. <laughs> a pickpocketer will snatch your watch, but a peeping tom is going to watch your snatch.
1: <laughs> I I see nothing wrong. I'm nothing false about that.
0: I mean, it's it was uh I'm pretty sure it's like a Chinese proverb. <laughs> <laughs> you ever you ever read those those chinese proverbs they're, they're not actually chinese proverbs they're just like dumbass things you talking about the shit they put on fortune cookies uh well i mean i think those are actual chinese proverbs no well i mean I, some of them
1: are right i think originally that's where they started that, that that's how they were supposed to start but then then they just fell off and just started saying stupid shit like the sun will rise tomorrow and wink on your butthole.
0: What? I'm I'm pretty sure that, that that no. I've never had that as a fortune.
1: Well, see, I went to this weird Chinese restaurant one time, and um that's that's what they gave me. So were I they, don't know Were they
0: naked when they were serving you the food? Was... No, they
1: were, well, they were wearing those like uh sumo diapers. Oh, okay. So, so had they just weird pull them to the side. Oh yeah. It was weird. I had a weird fear boner the whole time. I've been having a lot of those lately. Fear boners? Fear boner. It's like where you get so scared, you get excited. You can't tell me you've never had one of those. Never. Ever. Yeah, I I don't know. Being on a roller coaster, having sex in a weird parking lot, doing cocaine off a stripper's asshole. Wait, wait, wait. Why would you have a fear
0: boner? For having sex in a weird parking lot, because the fear of getting
1: caught, the adrenaline rush goes straight to the tip okay, of your Okay, So day. that's that's called exhibitionism. No, exhibitionism is when you want to be seen. Well, I mean, but that's I, like I, doing it in a public park, like going to Central Park and just banging one out right there. I mean, I would do that. I'd, I'd do it again. <laughs> I'm still not allowed in Central Park. Dude, so the uh, the
0: Chinese Proverbs that I was talking about, like the ones that aren't real, it says a man who takes a sleeping pill and a laxative at the same time will have a shitty dream.
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Those are like the dumbest. I don't know where they come up with all that kind of crap. It's like, remember when they, there was a big thing to do? Um, Coke? No, who played oh. what what's the guy's name uh took uh, the most baddest dude of all time? Clint Eastwood? I can't think why can't I think of his name? Billy Mays. Billy Mays is a badass.
1: No, not Billy Mays.
0: Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Remember when they did all those jokes about Chuck Norris?
1: Yeah. To where he doesn't do a push-up, he pushes the earth down.
0: Right. Like the dumbest shit. Like uh he has a beard because it actually hides his third fist. Like, you know, all that stupid shit. That's that's what those fake chinese proverbs are like to me everybody has one you know and they're usually not very funny i don't know
1: the chuck norris ones are pretty fucking good
0: some of them some of them were okay right
1: but i don't know i I think it got carried away well uh, just how most things are right like you see something great you're like oh let's see how far we can let this one go right I i guess i guess
0: I guess that's what what we did when we were kids, right? You try to get to the first base and then well if we get to first base, maybe we get to second base. Yeah. <laughs> push the push the envelope. You gotta push it. Push it a little bit. Push it good.
1: Mm. Dun, 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 so we got dun, a, a dun. little
0: bit of sports talk. You uh
1: you wanna jump into this shit? Let's jump into it like a fat chick's belly button. I'm not sure how to take that, but let's do it. With a little gravy. Woo! What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of 2 Wannabe Athletes Talk Sports. I'm Ed. I'm Zach. Here we are again, assholes, for another train wreck episode. Hope you brought a seatbelt because we don't have one and we're probably going to crash. <laughs> but uh, man, Thursday Night Football kicked off last night. Green Bay won against now. Arizona Cardinals who are 7 and 1. Is that right?
0: 7-1? Yes. Yeah, they're both now they're both 7-1. Packers now have won 7 straight games. And it was a weird way for it to end too, right? Yeah, I mean, really honestly, the whole game was weird. Yeah. Um, it seemed like the Packers dominated the Well, so the first quarter, both teams scored 7-7 seven, seven, and then it just stayed that way until the Packers took over. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter Arizona was like, "Oh shit, I guess we need to play football and they right. made it a game." So I'm not really sure, well I guess they scored their first touchdown like late in the third quarter, but whatever, the point is is that I I felt like Green Bay was in control
1: the whole time,
0: but Arizona actually had a shot to win the game right there at the end.
1: I enjoyed the game. I thought it was pretty good. Um, Again, A.J. Green not knowing his assignment last night, like it almost seemed like he didn't expect the ball to be coming to him. I mean, it's a pass play, right? So you kind of have to expect –
0: I mean, I I don't know. I thought – I didn't think he was covered. I thought that he could have caught the ball had he known the ball was in the air. Like, I I don't know what happened. Maybe he heard a whistle, and so he stopped – I, I can't really explain it, but yeah, because he's not paying attention, Kyler Murray throws him a pass, and the cornerback just intercepts it in the end zone. Ball game. That's it. It's almost like somebody yelled out "free
1: corn dogs" and he just snapped it real quick. Uh, corn,
0: yeah, I, don't, I, I can't explain it. It makes absolutely no sense why he quit on that play. Um, and I think Kyler got his bell rung there at the end. So yeah, he might he was be on the ground that.
1: a little bit. I don't know if it was out of shock because of the fact that uh green didn't do his job or i don't know but didn't look good i haven't seen any reports come out yet that show any fear that he might be on the protocol
0: no i mean luckily they have right they played thursday night so they're off sunday they don't play again until next sunday uh they'll play in san francisco so hopefully you know with 10 days off or whatever he can be better but uh they looked out of sync on offense, the Cardinals did, and I wonder if it's because DeAndre Hopkins was not on the field.
1: It may have been, right? And those are one of those things that you and I have talked about before where you're like, this is where Rondell needs to step up and you know be the big player that we expect him to be. Now, granted, it is his rookie season, and he's still doing pretty stellar stuff, but... I mean, that's when your your seasoned players at least need to step up. Zach Ertz needed to come out. You know, I know it's your new team and all, but you know, show that you you've been a professional for a while. AJ Green, this is a prime example. You dropped the ball big time, no pun intended. Um, but like, nobody came out. Christian Kirk, where were you at? Yeah, um, I mean, this is probably the worst game Kyler
0: has had all year, right? Um that drive in the fourth quarter kind of salvaged his passing yards, but the two interceptions is definitely the worst. He's, he had no touchdowns and two interceptions. So uh, pretty bad performance, I would say. Uh, I I think on the last drive, going into the last drive, he had like 180 or 190 passing yards. So every yard they gained on that drive was basically a, a passing yard, but right, um, couldn't complete it there at the end. They had a shot to win. Final score was 24, 21. So if they score right there in the red zone, um, I mean, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers, and you're going to give the ball back to him and all that kind of stuff. But there was probably only like 17 or 18 seconds on the clock when that pass was thrown. So, um, they did time it perfectly. They just didn't execute there on the end. And yeah, like you said, I'm not sure, um, what AJ green is thinking there. He's the Hopkins is not on the field. So, he's got to be the number one option. He's got to be expecting the football. Um, I'm, I'm completely lost as to what happened there.
1: Yeah. Somebody has got to step up. Like you can't always depend on Deandre Hopkins. The Texans did it plenty enough. And we saw what happened there. I mean, not that his, he went down in production or anything, but I mean, it's just after a while, teams start realizing, okay, once you take this potential piece apart, the the rest of the team should crumble, right? Yep. Well and that's what we saw yesterday. Yeah. Um hopefully D hops can come back and is healthier, but you know, in the event that he doesn't come back and isn't healthy for a couple games. Now granted you said they got a break coming up, but uh I mean shit, the rest of the team needs to do something.
0: Yeah, I mean, um the most telling stat I think that is gonna show um the trouble spot for Arizona you know, going down the stretch is their run defense is garbage. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, granted, you know, Adam Schefter made a huge deal about JJ Watt being hurt, not playing in this game, out for the year. Don't give me um, on that. I don't really know if he makes that much. I mean, obviously he's a he's a good player on an interior defensive line that was is lacking because um they gave up seventy-eight yards to AJ Dillon last night, which I'm full, full disclosure, I'm a little shocked by that uh the Green Bay Packers just decided AJ Dillon was the running back last night. Um he had sixteen carries, Aaron Jones had seventeen carries. Um but stat line wise, the Green Bay Packers outrushed um outrushed the Arizona Cardinals almost two to one. Mm-hmm. So um I mean maybe it's exactly two to one. 151 rushing yards for Green Bay and seventy four rushing yards for Arizona. So I mean that was the that was the difference there. Uh and then like I said, the last drive, Kyler Murray had like 85 passing yards. So if you take those away for that last drive, that only puts uh Arizona at like 160 passing yards for the game. Uh Green Bay had 184. So when I say that it looked like this game was completely dominated by Green Bay, the stat lines show that. And the Cardinals actually had a shot at coming back and winning there at the end. Um, but, I mean, this game shouldn't have been close, right? Arizona yeah. was relatively healthy. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins got hurt, uh, didn't play the entire game. But Green Bay was without Allen Lazard. They were without Valdez uh, Scanning. Yeah. And then DeAndre, or, uh, Devontae Adams didn't play. So when you have three guys like that, that's basically the top three wide receivers in their depth chart. How does, how does Arizona not stop the run, right? You, you really don't even have to get up for the pass who are they throwing the ball to. So True. I, I just, I'm not understanding the, the defensive scheme there um, to, to not stop the run. It, it, it baffles me.
1: Well, I mean, you also look at it and it looks like the, um, This was more of a defensive game, and you would think with two top quarterbacks like this, they could make a star out of somebody, right? True. But Aaron Rodgers, under 200 yards with two touchdowns. Um, Kyler Murray, like you said, one of his weaker performances of the season so far. But um, I'm not surprised with the A.J. Dillon move. I, Uh I... I've told you I'm becoming a huge fan of the one-two punch of running backs, and we've seen what Buffalo has done with that to where now Zach Moss is probably the number one starter over Devin Singletary. Yes. Uh, Some will argue with me on that, but I'm just going to say look at the stats and look how they're using them, right? Exactly. And not only that, look at the plays that he's making too. There have been multiple times he has broken tackles to gain additional yards rather than just be a three-yard rush or whatever. Yeah. So uh, maybe – Green Bay is seeing, okay, we've got something in A.J. Dillon. It's his second year coming in here. Um, Maybe they're seeing a Zach Moss-like style with him. They gave him a shot, and he got 78 yards out of the deal last night. Um, But as far as defensive-wise, like, for the most part, both sides did their part, and this is pretty much a low-scoring game comparing both defenses, in my opinion, are garbage, not utter garbage, not like bottom of the 32 garbage, but for what their offensive style is, like they should have a, a better defense to up this team, right? Uh, 24-21, I don't know about you, but I was expecting this game probably to be around the 40-35-ish mark. Um, my, my
0: spreadsheet had Green Bay 25, Arizona 22. So, so not, you were pretty, pretty close,
1: close so. to it, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I am looking at something though, just because it it was, I was very curious about it with Aaron Rodgers. I was comparing his previous last year's season up to week eight to this season's week eight. And to my surprise, he is actually on the uprise from last year. He's at through eight weeks, he's averaging 281 yards compared to last year, he was averaging 236. Um he's averaging 3 touchdowns to 2.25 and he's averaging their both years have been under uh one interception average per game. Nice. Um so there may be some truth to your whole theory as far as whatever team he's on is going to win the Super Bowl. That's how I feel. Um I, f- I still again going back to the defense, I think the defense needs to do something different.
0: Well, I mean, we've seen great offenses go into the Super Bowl and get crushed by a top 5 defense. So Correct. I think there is there's got to be some truth to that. You have to have a defense to win the Super Bowl. Um that's why we've seen Green Bay sign so many of these players that have been cut that are, you know, former superstars or former, you know, brink superstar defensive players because they they know They've got a great offense. Mm-hmm. They know they have a supremely special quarterback. They just need that defense to be able to stop people and uh they they don't have that right now. So Yeah,
1: they're they're ranked 27th in uh rushing yards allowed this season. Um passing yards, I mean, they're I don't know what is that. Maybe 21. They don't have my numbers next to it. Mm. But yeah, they're
0: they're
1: they're middle of
0: the road. Like, they have some playmakers. They have some people that can make stops. But there is not – there's not enough on the defense where if
1: Aaron Rodgers turns the ball over twice, like, they might not be able to come back from that. Right. And like you said, they're going out getting people. They picked up Whitney Merciless last week right after he got let let go of the Texans. Is he going to come on this team and make a difference? Not Maybe much. Not. Um. But, th- they but need they're need. To- trying. So, kind of one of the things that you and I have lacked to talk about on air and off air is we're coming up to the trade deadline. Yeah. Do you see Green Bay making a monster trade? No. Do we see somebody like, I don't know, Khalil Mack come to Green Bay? No, he plays for the Bears. So right, but he can be traded. That's what I'm saying. Right, but what I'm saying is they're not going
0: to trade him in the division. There's no way. Mm-hmm. No, they wouldn't do that. That's
1: stupid. Well, we've seen it done before. In baseball, it's happened before. We've yes. seen it plenty of times in football. Where? Uh, well, that's more teams signing somebody, I guess. Rather right. Than I was going to say,
0: free agents are different. But remember, like even Brett Favre, they wouldn't let – Green Bay would not let him go to Minnesota. He had to retire, go to the Jets, and then sign, and then he went to Minnesota. Remember that? Yeah. So, I mean, th- like – and that was – When they thought Brett Favre was dead and gone, they still would not let him play for Minnesota. So uh, the the idea of they're still going to trade people in the division, that that just doesn't happen. I mean, I'm sure there are examples. I'm sure I'm going to hear it on Twitter, like, oh, you're an idiot. We had this trade. Look, we did it right here. I'm sure it's happened, right? The NFL has been around for a while. But for the most part, nowadays,
1: you're not trading people in the division. So, nowadays, correct. Um, I'm just going through quick lists right now. No. Uh, nope.
0: Just got the alert that uh, Baker Mayfield is going to start on Sunday
1: against Pittsburgh. And Cleveland fans are pissed that Case Keenum is not playing. <laughs> no, they're not. I'm fucking with you. I don't know. No, Case Keenum had his one spot start. He got a W. That's all he needed. Well, if uh, Baker comes out and loses his next one, then I, it's probably going to happen. If they lose to Pittsburgh, I mean, then they don't deserve to make the playoffs. Found it. What? From the Eagles to the Redskins. Quarterback, Sony Jurgensen in 1964, sir. <laughs> That was a monster trade. Man, that was like rock last the week, world. wasn't it?
0: Rocked the world. We don't even know who those players are. Rocked them. We don't even know. You're just, you're crazy. Yeah, a little bit. Ah, oh, I still stand with my statement. That doesn't
1: happen very often. Willie Brown, cornerback. From the Broncos to the Raiders in 1967. Your mind is still blown by that one. You couldn't believe it. In your daddy's nutsack, you could not believe yeah, that was the Broncos say, was, traded Willie Brown.
0: I think I was like, you said 1967? Yes. So I was like
1: negative 38 years old? Yeah, I was real worried about that. Oh, I, just, I, you know, you bring it up every now and then. I got to tell you to calm your tits. That shit was a long time ago. I guess. Fucking Broncos fans.
0: Anyway, the point is, it doesn't happen very often. I don't think he's going to Green Bay. I mean, do they need somebody like that? Yeah. They need a disruptive force. Um, had Von Miller not gotten hurt, that would have been a target.
1: Okay. Well, so what about Zach Cunningham? Because a lot of Houston news has been. Zach Cunningham that the sucks. Jackson, led the league last year in tackles. Zach Cunningham sucks. Uh, right now, one of the sites that I frequent too, and they've been pretty good about most of their stuff. Broncos trade 20, uh, 2022 fifth round for Texans linebacker Zach Cunningham. (laughs) Uh, These are all speculations.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, he sucks. The Broncos, the only reason why they're even looking to get bottom of the barrel linebackers is because they have six linebackers
1: on IR. Ooh, what do you think about this one? The Jaguars to trade a 2022 fifth round to the Giants for Evan Ingram. Um,
0: Man, so I'm I like Evan Ingram. He has done absolutely nothing in the NFL to warrant me to like him, but <laughs> like he's completely like he's like crazy athletic. Um and I think if he was in an offense where He wasn't, like, the number – because, like, in in New York, I don't really – like, who do you cover, right? There's nobody really on that team that's any good, right? Like, Sterling Shepard, maybe a couple years ago. He has
1: flashes every now and then. Darius Slayton,
0: same thing. Kenny Galladay, if he could stay healthy, would be the guy, right? But he's never been healthy,
1: so I don't know – that's what they went in with the the whole mindset of signing him was like Kenny Galladay was going to be the top number one wide receiver in New York, but him and Danny Dimes just don't jive together. Well, I don't – it's
0: because Kenny Galladay can't stay on the field. So, I mean – This is true. You know, if he could stay on the field, then okay, maybe they can get some chemistry. He can get to where he trusts him, all that kind of stuff. But he's just – he's not. So, if if that's the case – Evan Ingram is the only other I, – I don't know. I, maybe in Jacksonville he can just get – like it's a change of scenery and he can be back to who he was coming into the NFL. But I don't know, man. That would, that would that push Jacksonville over the top? No. No, God no.
1: But would it improve their offense? Yeah. Yeah, him going to Jacksonville doesn't do anything. It doesn't help them in any form or fashion – Next year, if he stays healthy, possibly, but I'm, it's a I'm fifth not seeing round anything pick? else from it.
0: You said yeah. they're suggesting a fifth-round pick? Well, if it's a fifth-round pick, I mean, who are they going to get in the fifth round of the draft that's going to be better than Evan Ingram? Probably nobody. So
1: that's probably a good trade. Well, based off this site, a lot of those trades were fifth-round for somebody. Okay. And I'm just like. One of them was the Packers uh, trading for Kyle Fuller from uh, Denver with Denver eating half his salary.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, Denver, I at this point, that,
1: they're, yeah, they're
0: desperate to get rid of that dude. He sucks. Right. He's burnt every other play, man. Like, if I was an offensive coordinator, I would come up with, like, a special package that any time he's on the field, I would go to that wide receiver. So...
1: That's just – who, who do you think needs to make the biggest trade for, to save their season? San Francisco. They either need they to need trade a lot, for a quarterback
0: though. or they need to, you know, buy some fucking stem cells and make sure that Trey Lance doesn't get hurt. But they also need to, like, implant scouts into his brain so that way he knows the offense
1: already. I don't see them trading for a quarterback. I see them trading a quarterback. Okay. And probably – and, of course, I'm hinting towards Jimmy G. Uh yeah. Jimmy G getting traded for – I want to say another wide receiver, but, I mean, Brandon Ayuk and Debo. like, Ayuk needs to do something. I could also see Brandon Ayuk on the trading block. <laughs>
0: Um, I mean, it's hard um, to trade somebody who's not producing. I don't think, but I mean, we did just talk about um, Evan
1: Ingram. So there's that Evan now. Ingram. Um, I don't know. Um, Jimmy G to he won't go to Houston. He won't go to Jacksonville. Who needs a quarterback? Everybody. Apparently, Carolina's <laughs> uh, Carolina's sticking with Sam Darnold. They backed out of the Deshaun Watson race. Um, well, I don't know if they backed out. I think they were kind of forced out because
0: there have been these reports that keep swirling around him, and it still stands that he has only suggested he would waive his trade clause. There's no trade clause for Miami. and That's it. There was a report that it was two other teams and Carolina was involved, and that none of that's true, apparently. It's just Miami. That's it.
1: Well, I guess since we're on the topic of that, it, it cracks me up every day to open up whatever side I want to go to and read about sports that day. And Tua says, well, I, they haven't shown me that they're not not going to trade me or I'm very confident that I'm going to be here or uh, Coach Flores coming out and saying Tua's our quarterback. And this and Folks, y'all need to understand, if you're feeding into this stuff, stop it. Stop it right now. Because at the end of the day, the GM and the owner get to make the decision who's coming and who's going. So yeah. their head coach can come out and say all he wants is that two is our, is our quarterback. This well, and that's, that's what that. he's that supposed GM to say. says, Right. But, like, at the end of the day, uh, don't be surprised by November 2nd if you see Deshaun Watson being a Miami Dolphin. And to I still think that the whole possible, like, NBA-like trade – between multiple teams for Deshaun Watson might happen, which I think would be really fucking cool and confusing at the same time. But I could see something like Tua going to Washington, Washington giving up a first-round draft pick and a second-round draft pick for Tua. Those draft picks from now Miami go to Houston to get Deshaun Watson and plus, I don't know, Miles Gaskin, I don't fucking know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they... Just traded Mark Ingram to the Saints. And Boy. then right after right after they did that, they started working out running backs. So I find it weird that the organization traded away a running back who was definitely healthy, <sighs> definitely holding a roster spot. They traded him away so that they could try out like scrub running backs. I fully don't I I don't understand what's going on with this franchise. I don't think that the GM does. I know the owner this doesn't. Is- As long as you don't bother the owner while he's playing video games, you're probably going to get a raise.
1: Eating a fucking bucket of uh, cheese balls and – I don't know, man. Um, Fuck it. I guess we're on Texans talk. Um, Brandon Cooks immediately came out and showed his frustration, and he's tried to be a team player for this team the entire time. Um, Loving the organization doesn't want to get traded, wants to stay here in Houston, blah, blah, blah. Well, now Mark Ingram leaves, and he instantly goes to Twitter and says, this is such bullshit, and I'm just, how are you going to piss off your only receiver? (laughs) Like, it makes zero sense. I mean, yeah, you
0: have one guy that's performing on the entire team, and you're going to piss him off by trading away Mark Ingram
1: good job I was in high hopes that Philip Lindsay was gonna do more this season he's come a little bit out of the backfield but he hasn't been like a primetime player that he kind of was in Denver for his first two seasons but um that you're looking at a team of just fucking nut scabs that just got thrown together and they're like all right here you go good luck right and
0: and that's why I don't fully understand what they're doing because if you're trading away any player that has any ability. How are you making yourself attractive for free agents? You're not right. And then like, are you just banking that in the draft, you'll be able to get everything that you want because this organization has shown that they, they fuck up first round picks pretty regularly. So, well, I mean, when they have them, when they don't have them, they fucking, they trade them away. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, the only the only picks that I know for sure that were correct were Jadavian Clowney and JJ Watt. Right. I don't even know their other first
1: round picks. Uh, Mario Williams. He did pretty good while he was in Houston. But, I mean, but he did pretty well. I think he's people. still doing pretty well in Buffalo. If he still, but I don't think he's they didn't alive. do anything
0: with him for those first five years. And then, yeah, then he went to Buffalo and that's where he like solidified his career. I mean, I guess Hopkins was drafted in the first round, right? So, okay. That's a good pick, but you trade Johnson, Andre Johnson. Okay. So that's the best first round pick for the Houston Texans. Him the and JJ Brown. Okay. But you traded him, but you're asking that did something, right? Right. But kids, like, they didn't, they, they drafted the right player, but then they didn't know what they had and they traded him away. Well, you also look at the
1: fucktards that were leading the team for a while too, They're right?
0: They're still
1: there. Brian Cushing, I know you didn't like him. Kareem I don't Jackson, think the
0: world liked him.
1: Whitney, Whitney Merciless had one good year. Kevin Johnson's hurt all the time. Will Fuller, when he's not taking, uh, Will Fuller sucks. His speed though is just crazy okay. good. And Deshaun Watson, and they fucked that up.
0: Well, I don't know if they fucked that up. He did. He fucked that up.
1: I, it was a. Both sides. Mutual. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I mean, player-wise, you don't have to speak on on behalf of the organization, but those players that I listed, like, a lot of those are known names, right? Yeah. They've had some type of impact in the NFL, whether it be one season, multiple seasons, on, off the field, whatever. Like, they're known people. So, to say that they've been busted on first-round draft picks is not accurate. I disagree with you 100%. (laughs) If if they were good at drafting players, they would have a good team, right? Well, I mean, you can say that about any team, but if the coaching's not there, right? Well, I mean, eventually,
0: you're going to have a good player regardless of coaching. And so I just feel like this organization, if they could make good draft picks, they would eventually build a winning roster. They've had one winning roster that I feel like was a dangerous team one time. They were 13 and 3. Matt Schaub messed up his foot, and that was the end of the end of the season. And then they actually they won a playoff game with a shitty backup quarterback. TJ. Yeah. So he won a playoff game, but then when he got to the the divisional round, they got slaughtered because their quarterbacks sucked. And Matt Schaub. Was probably playing the best he'd ever played in his career, Matt. So now that Deshaun Watson is no longer going to finish his career as a Texan, bring Matt Schaub. Bring a Schaub, Matt Schaub is now the number one quarterback in the history of the Houston Texans.
1: That's crazy. So, but remember, they all showed up at his house and were ready to beat his ass. <laughs> I still, I'm embarrassed as a Houston, Houstonian and a Houston Texans fan that that happened. That's. Fucking! That's terrible. That is like the
0: worst. Ugh, that made me mad because at the end of the day, it's just a fucking football game. But right, you know that
1: works. Well, you've already seen the uh, saltiness of fans on the uh, the internet, so. dude. For real, you start picking on somebody's team, and they're like, "Oh nope!" It's like you fucked with their kid or something. You know, I I remember whenever I was a young football fan and would get upset. I, my former location used to be surrounded by a bunch of Dallas Cowboy fans, and I'd have to hear their bullshit all the time. And I would get pretty upset whenever they would attack uh, the Texans. But then I started realizing, like you said, this, it's just a fucking game. Those those millionaire athletes don't give a fuck about me well, or my feelings. So Not at all. But it, it's one thing to get passionate about it. It's one thing to live every day of your life saying that the Philadelphia Eagles are the best team in the NFL because they won right. that one Super Bowl.
0: And that's that's more of where I'm talking about. Like I I know that those those guys on the field, they don't know who we are. They don't give a shit. I well, I mean they that. know us. Well, I mean of course they listen I mean, to the show, right? But my point is is that you have to understand. Like you have to be a realist, right? Every year when your team goes two and O, you can't be like, oh yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl, eh, like the Broncos this year. They started three and O, and what did I say? So they're gonna lose their next four games. What did they do? They lost their next four games. So, you know, Have you talked
1: to a Cowboys fan this year. Uh, yeah, a couple of them. They're fucking psychotic right now. Well, I mean, their team six and one, right? So yeah, I got that. One, but whatever. go go find a Green Bay fan. I want us to talk to a Green Bay fan. We need to figure out how to open phone lines on this <laughs> and and have people call in. Because you don't think Green Bay fans are going nuts after last night? Absolutely, they beat the seven-zero team. Actually, no, Green Bay fans are probably like, uh, we'll wait till after the NFC Championship.
0: Well, true because if they make the NFC Championship, they've got to win it. They don't always win it, so
1: I don't. Know. So outside of Cowboy fans, I know you don't like Texans fans. What's another fan base that is just like ungodly going fucking crazy after every win?
0: Um
1: philly fans
0: no because they're not winning
1: so <laughs> um, true.
0: i mean i'm scrolling through like the list of teams and really like so okay your division leaders titan fans they're not talking
1: no bingles fans
0: bingles fans aren't talking because they've never been here before so they're just happy to be like they're happy to be invited to the party right or they have been there but it's been 30 years
1: hold on before you go farther did you hear the fucking quote that Joe Burrow gave
0: yes
1: they talked about uh that was his
0: rookie season when he said that yes yeah so that
1: i think they were playing pittsburgh somebody. somebody and roughing the passer something didn't happen he didn't get the call he wanted he looked directly at the defensive guys and said whenever i'm the goat I'll get that call. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you, dude. As soon as I heard that, I was like, uh, I guess I need a number nine jersey. Holy Jesus. Shit. He's he's fast. Like, he's quickly becoming my favorite player in the The United.
1: fucking beans on this dude.
0: Yeah, I mean, that. Like, do you think he can drive a Porsche? Because he might have to have a truck to carry his nuts around with him. Dude. Good lord.
1: I, I almost want to get a black and white photo of him smoking a cigar after winning the national championship in the locker room and just post it up on the wall and just be like, be like this dude every day.
0: For real, like that dude plays like a champion every day.
1: He is making his own motivational uh, posters right now. So we're gonna we're
0: gonna do the Chuck Norris thing with him. Is that what we're doing. I think we. I think that.
1: we can start something.
0: I mean, you can give him a nickname instead of Danny Fucking Dimes.
1: I didn't give him the fucking nickname Danny Dimes. No, but you call him that every chance you
0: get, and he blows goes. Because it goats.
1: pisses you off.
0: Because I don't like him.
1: <laughs> Motherfucking oh, Danny Dimes. Ooh, Jimmy G to the Giants? Why? They have a better quarterback. Danny Dimes is better than Jimmy G. Wow.
0: Yep. I think Daniel Jones is not necessarily starting Who? to put it together, but he's at least capable of of being a starting quarterback in the NFL. I don't think Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think he's a backup.
1: I think it's just a clusterfuck of stupidity in the Giants organization that don't know how to organize a bunch of fucking grown men That's to be professional football players. Like, how can you suck this much for this long? Also, go across the water and same things asked about the Jets. True. Like, how so- can you suck this long? <laughs> Continuing with uh,
0: crazy fans, uh, I haven't heard anything from Raider fans. Have you? They're leading the AFC West.
1: No, just because of the fact they're trying to stay low right now with John Gruden doing his thing.
0: Exactly. Um, Buffalo Bills, have you heard them? their fans going crazy? They don't
1: shut the fuck up. I can't tell you how many tables I've seen broken on the side of my fucking neighborhood. But you don't like it? I love that. Oh, I think it's fucking hilarious. There's nothing like watching a video to where – the husband says i do and the wife says i do and then he power bombs her through a fucking table <laughs> like that is yeah, he power bombs her and then he
0: jumps up and he shotguns two natties oh i love it
1: i love the ones where they have the midgets jumping through like mini tables i fucking lose it every single fucking time they're, i think they're called little people gold jacket green jacket a so shit? all
0: right i will tell you one fan base that will never shut the fuck up but we're not there yet. So, Cowboys fans, you already said, are going crazy. Cardinal fans are probably not going crazy, but they they're definitely have calmed down.
1: Are there Cardinal fans? Because I can't say I've ever met one.
0: This is true. I mean, I'm sure there's some Oklahoma Sooner fans that are just rooting for the Cardinals, but that's right. probably it.
1: Um, how about the, the L.A. Rams? Um LA fans probably don't shut up but I'm not on whatever social media app that they're using cuz it's probably something that hasn't gone mainstream yet.
0: I feel like LA fans right now um aren't really worried about th- this is how I feel. I feel like if you're an LA sports fan, you only give a shit when the team is good. Right. And you only want to go to the games because you want to see who else is there. Um so we probably will not see a big push for the LA Rams until the playoffs. Because right now it's probably all about floor seats at the Lakers game.
1: Yeah. I mean they're they're probably still crying over the Dodgers loss. I
0: mean, I hope they are because fuck the Dodgers. Dude, okay, so let me finish this real quick. So Green Bay, maybe they're talking shit now because they got Aaron Rodgers. I'm with that. And then Buccaneer fans are talking shit because they're just transplanted New England Patriot fans. And New England Patriot fans can't currently talk about the New England Patriots. So, they're talking about their second-born son, Tom Brady.
1: Man, are you you fucking kidding me? It's Tom. It's Tom Brady. It's Mac Jones, man. Mac Jones. Hey, he's just like Tom. You remember when TV 12 was about yay high? Man. Hey, pass me another Sam Adams. Hey, he's never going to be as good as Tom Brady. Worst fucking... Boston accents we've got going oh, on. Oh, yeah, there. no, we we're fucking terrible
0: at it, but that's okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, okay, so I don't think that there's really any team that's going to be talking shit a lot except for except for Cowboy fans, but I'm going to give them a pass because their team really hasn't been this good in a long time, right? Dax, Correct. Probably Dak's first season, they went 13-3, and three and, you know, they played really well, but they, they lost in the playoffs. So that was – five six years ago five years ago i guess yeah so full transition now since we talked about the dodgers now that the dodgers have been eliminated and um like the yankees and the red sox and all like all the hated teams are gone um who is the most hated player in the world series um probably jose altuve man okay so then, who do you hate the most? <laughs>
1: um, I only got one name. I know I know yours. Oh, who is the kid that... I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, Rosario? Oh, you don't like him? No, because ever since he won the fucking NLCS uh, MVP award or whatever... He looks so fucking smug when he gets up to bat, like he's just about to go yard every fucking time. And when he strikes out or grounds out, I just kind of giggle like a little (laughs) schoolgirl. Like, I don't know. I mean, I
0: I didn't like his celebration when he threw Yuli out at second base. I mean, it was a great throw, so I can't really, like, I'm not, it's just me being a fan. Are you talking
1: about the one where uh, Yuli fucking jumped way too early for a fucking slide? Yeah. So I'm not I'm not giving him that one. That's on Yuli. Well, no, but I'm just saying,
0: like, it was a great throw, got the guy out. Like, it's definitely something to celebrate. I'm only like the only reason why it bothers me is because I'm an Astros fan. But no, the player that I hate the most, who is it? Jock Peterson. Fuck yes! God damn that! God. You don't like the the bleach
1: blonde mullet and the pearl no, necklace?
0: No, I don't like standing in the box talking shit. When you're batting 184, like, get the fuck out of here. Who are you? You're nobody. Like, if you weren't on that team, they still would have made the World Series. He made no difference for that team. I mean, even defensively, he's not great. So, and then I do find it funny. Like, you know, all these players, like, uh, Jose Siri wears all those chains and has that that 100 emoji, like, necklace piece or whatever. That's and then Rosario he wears like the Mr. T starter set, you know. But like Jock oh Peterson? Who was that? Oh. Jock Peterson wears where's a pearl necklace. What, are you
1: doing? what the hell?
0: To unlock the computer, please call support.
1: That was weird. I put in ESPN and it said I was getting locked out of my uh what the computer. Fuck? <laughs> Full disclosure: No porn has been seen on I this. I was going to say,
0: what what porn site was that? No like porn.
1: A- Only porn is on my phone.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, Jock Peterson pisses me off. Annie wears a pearl necklace, which that's just
1: I, that's. I'm tough. not understanding that whole thing, but also at the same time, like I've never really understood baseball guys. Baseball dudes try to do like. Well, yeah. I mean, he's a weird. lot of extra shit.
0: All baseball dudes are weird. So there's yeah.
1: That. Um. Do you have any superstitions while the Astros are in the uh, the World Series? Is there something that you do every game day or prep before you watch a Astros game? Or
0: I mean, it depends on where I'm at. Um, okay. So, like at work, um, I don't have my TV on the game. Okay. But I still watch it on the other person's TV, which is stupid. But that's just what I do. Um, at home. Um, I have to sit, like, in a certain spot on the couch. Um, but, I mean, you know, I just, for the most part, I just don't want people to talk to me.
1: <laughs> do, you, do you wear a certain item of clothing? Or... No.
0: Um, I didn't get my first Astros jersey till like, just recently. Yeah. And I actually only bought it because uh, my son, he's playing baseball currently, and they're the Astros this year. So like the other coaches wear an Astros Jersey. So I just wear one just to fit in like, so that way I look like an actual coach. Right. Instead of just some jerk off wearing a t-shirt. Right. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm a big believer in not wearing a Jersey of someone who is the same age or younger than me. Um, there's a lot of people that don't give a shit about that and I'm not really even sure why it bothers me, but, um, because of that reason, I've never really had an Astros jersey. I want a Billy Wagner jersey, but I can't find one. So
1: make one. You well, can yeah, but you have order to pay, custom ones.
0: Yeah, it's like $250. All the rest of the jerseys are like 150
1: I so, will tell you this. It, there's nothing like the experience of being at, for me, it was Minute Maid Park, wherever you listeners go to if you don't go to Minute Maid. But going and getting a custom jersey made there while watching the game in center field, Now, I'm sure they've changed the station, the location of where it's at since then. But that was fucking awesome to me. Like getting my own jersey with my name on it. Yeah, fuck you. I did it. What's up? And uh, (laughs) it was a good feeling, right? And as I got older, like I realized I'm kind of on the same boat with you buying somebody the same age, let alone getting another dude's name and wearing it. Like it's a little weird. uh, But if that's your thing, I'm not judging you. You do you boo-boos. Um, but me personally, I'm if I'm gonna get a jersey, I'm gonna get my name or my kid's name on it. So
0: yeah, I'm with you. Like my kid's name, I'm for sure with. Like that makes sense. Um, but I mean, for the most part, though, you just get the last name, and that's your last name, so it doesn't really matter.
1: We're already but, on the talks of it tonight is Game Three of the World Series. The Houston Astros are in Atlanta right now, facing off against the Braves. Luis Garcia. Luis Garcia. Is it Luis or Luis? Lewis. Sure. Versus uh, Ian or Ian? It's Ian. Ian Anderson.
0: Yeah. Um, the only connection. person that I know that has an Ian as a name but goes by Ian is the guy who calls the football games.
1: Oh. I Ian, uh, Ian Eagle, is that his name? You're just making shit up now.
0: No, I sort of got I think that's his name.
1: Asher's anyway. are favored by one and a half uh, runs. They've got the over under at eight and a half. I'm yeah. sure that's gonna change closer to game time because it did last time to where it jumped up to nine and uh we had a push on that, I think, didn't we? Didn't
0: um seven, two, yeah. Yeah, was, the first game was six to three or six yeah, to two? Six to three. Okay, and then the second game was seven to two. So
1: I don't I don't bet uh baseball anymore. I tried it at the beginning of it's the season. Too difficult. Like, we should have just I, bet series and we would have been better off. Yeah. But if you are betting real quick, go ahead and check out rrsportsbetting.com Text one eight seven seven bet and win and use a code wannabe for the offer that they got the offer they have going on right now to where you get no juice till the new year or a hundred dollars in free play. If you're not using the hundred dollar free play, well, then I guess you don't like free money,
0: right? No and deposit required. It's yeah. instant. Uh, settle up every Monday. Uh, I mean, it's it's a great way to great way to do it, man. And then if you're not a fan of the Astros or the Braves, which not many of you guys are. Nope. Then at least you'll have, you know, some skin in the game, and you'll have some reason to watch the game, and you'll be interested in the outcome. Um, and, I don't know if you have if you haven't bet on a game. When you bet on a game, it like it makes the game exponentially better. I don't know why. It's just that 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 adrenaline feeling, I guess. But man, I'm gonna tell you right
1: fun. now. I, I I put a three team parlay together on uh, hockey the other night, and I was begging my wife to take her phone with me just so I could have another device to watch my third <laughs> fucking hockey game. So you and keep up with all the scores? My parlay hit, which I'm happy to see, but I'm going to tell you, though, you want to talk about a roller coaster of emotions? Like I'm probably sure I cried and shit at the same time during these three games. Um, and now, some of y'all are like, well, fuck it, it's just hockey. Well, hockey's paying out for me. I don't know if y'all are following. Granted, last night I didn't put one out, but I'm, I believe I'm at twenty one and twelve for the season so far. And for those of y'all keeping score at home, that's a payday. All right. Yeah. Um that's But weird. I'm doing every I'm doing everything through RR sports betting. The they've been great. They communicate with me whenever I have questions and it's outstanding. It's hundred percent legal. You don't have to worry about it. And those of y'all who are listing out of state that are in states to where gambling is not allowed, you know what? Through RR sports betting you can.
0: Mm-hmm. 100%. Try it out.
1: Quit being that guy who watches college football and goes, "Damn, I knew I should have covered. I should have bet the spread on that, or oh, I knew that game was going to be over X amount of points." Quit doing it. Just do it. Just go. Put, play. Just put money on it. Hundred. You don't even have to. Hundred dollars free gameplay right there. Boom. Right. Problem yeah. solved. And
0: if you're If you're right and you know what you're talking about, you use that hundred dollars credit and you
1: just take it to the moon, man. Oh. College football. We mentioned it real quick before we wrap things up. Do uh, you got any games that you're looking at? I haven't looked at the schedule.
0: Um, I'm not as big a college football fan as you are. So I
1: trust you and I watch the games you tell me to watch. So normally I try to stay away from the big big network games because of the fact that everybody has their attention on it. But one I've got to talk about is Penn State versus Ohio State. Number five versus number 20. And... Out of pure hatred, not because Ohio State is putting themselves there. It's because the media has put them so high when they haven't played anybody in the rankings. I want Penn State to win. I want Penn State to come out and just beat them like Oregon beat Ohio State. And then this will show everybody that Ohio State shouldn't be where they're at. At the same time, Oklahoma shouldn't be where they're at. But, you know, that's something I can rant on about for days yeah. Uh, second game I'm looking forward to just because I've been a fan of them so far most of the season is Old Miss versus Auburn. Uh, Old Miss coming in ranked 10th with Auburn ranked at, what is that, 18? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Matt Coral, I've been a fan of his this season watching him. I'm very eager to see how he finishes out the season and where he's going to end up in the draft. Uh, Some people have him as the seventh quarterback coming off. Some have him as number one. Some have him as number three. Once the college football season is over with, I'm going to have my analysis all put together, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll eventually have our website up and running. I mean, it's listed but uh we'll have a full breakdown on that i'm gonna try to do quarterbacks running backs wide receivers and defensive players wow that's try pretty tall task there buddy that's a lot of homework and we fired our intern so uh all on us all on us man um i have a couple nfl games that i'm interested
0: in what you got um well i mean like there's like some alternate storylines right uh Tampa Bay going to New Orleans to play their former quarterback Jameis. I don't really. I, lo- I love how you
1: put the storylines in it to give it such more of a dramatic effect. Well, I mean, like-
0: that's really that's all. Because if you look at the games, right, Cincinnati's playing New York, the Jets. So who cares? Tennessee's playing Indianapolis. So that's going to be a, that's a division rivalry, and both teams are playing pretty well. Carson Wentz looks like he's kind of rejuvenated himself. So that's a game that I'm interested in. Um, but like the Rams are playing the Texans, who cares? Pittsburgh's playing Cleveland. Normally that would be a good game, but Pittsburgh is a shell of their former self. Uh, the Eagles are playing Detroit. Does anybody give a shit about that game? No. San Francisco's playing Chicago. Nobody cares.
1: Carolina's playing Atlanta. Nobody cares. I think this is the best line. The line. The best line the Lions have gotten so far. Yeah, they're there are a lot by, of people that are picking them to win, but I they're mean, underdogs by three and a half. The past few weeks, they've been 11 and a
0: half. There was one, wouldn't it? Like 17 or 16 and a half yes. the Rams. So, and then uh, B- Buffalo's playing Miami. That's a division game, but Buffalo's going to blow them out. They're playing at home. It's not even going to matter. So, the game that I'm thinking will be the game of the week is New England is traveling to LA to play the Chargers. That I feel like is going to be a good game. It'll show who the Chargers kind of are, um, and it'll show if Mac Jones is ready to step up and play a pretty good opponent.
1: I think that it's more of we're going to see where the Patriots are on this. I don't right. think. Yeah, that's to... what I'm saying. Like, okay, it, I thought you said the Chargers.
0: No, it'll show if the Chargers are if the Chargers manhandle this team and run away with it, then we'll know. Okay, the Chargers are pretty good, and you know. We'll see what happens. But I feel like it's going to be a close game. I feel like we're going to learn about who the Patriots are and who Mac Jones is. I, I agree think, with you.
1: I, I, I think, think the, the Chargers are, are going to win this game. You what? I think the Patriots are going to win this game. Now, it's this very goes possible. To, This is the East Coast team traveling over to the West Coast now.
0: Yeah. And
1: we, we've heard about the, the problems that that's brought on, right? Well, um, that
0: usually doesn't bring on too many problems. It's usually West Coast traveling to right. the East. That's right. Because the time zone, it makes it earlier, right? But this is uh, the
1: Patriots are traveling to
0: L.A. and you know it'll be a later game for them. It'll be kind of like they're playing a nighttime game, but it's at three twenty-five. So I
1: think um, Jacksonville is going to beat Seattle. I'm going pure underdogs this. That's week.
0: very possible, um, but I don't know. Geno Smith looked pretty good the other night. We played Monday Night Football against uh, the Saints. So, it's possible that Seattle just walks away with it. I I don't know. Jacksonville has some ability, but I I just don't see that happening. Um, I mean, Denver plays Washington. Nobody really cares about that game. Obviously, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. So, the game that I am most interested in is Dallas at Minnesota. I know that Dallas has been on a winning streak, and they're playing good defense. They're playing good offense. They're playing great football. But Minnesota is that sleeper team that you don't, you don't expect to beat them. Like, I'm sure they're not overlooking the Minnesota Vikings, but if you sleep on them, they will, they will line
1: up and kick your dick in the dirt because they've got good players everywhere. Do you want to talk about a make-or-break like, game? This could easily possibly expose the Cowboys – because you look at everybody else that they've played, with the exceptions of the Buccaneers, I also still think the Chargers are still a decent team. Yeah, um, those we, two we lost games, to the
0: Ravens. I mean, you know,
1: right? Those two games right there um, were probably the hardest games that they've had all season. Now, some people will argue and say the the game against New England was troubling, but I don't think New England is at the level of where Minnesota is at. Right, so. Minnesota right now can actually come out and show the remaining teams on Dallas' schedule how to beat them, right? Also, at the same time, though, if Dallas comes out and just shows out and beats up on this Minnesota Vikings team, I'm going to have to change my answer, and they're probably a very strong contender for the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I I think that this will be a true testament to where Dallas is. Um, Offensively, I think we know where they are. And this will be a good front seven for them to go against. But then on the flip side, this will show us who Dallas's defense actually is. Are they really as improved? Um, Is is Diggs really like the player of the future? Is Micah Parsons really a difference maker for this team on defense? So, you know, Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen, like they'll make you work. So this this right, right here I think will be a true test for the Dallas defense. Um, you have a prediction for the game?
1: Um, I don't. This one, I don't. I think it's, it's such a toss-up to where Dallas can come out, closely win by three to seven. At the same time, they can come out and probably win by 20. Uh, and on the flip side, you can say the same thing about the Vikings. They can come out and win by three or seven or come out and win by 20-plus, right? Um, I think we're going to see, depending on the health of um, – Dalvin Cook, which I haven't looked at any reports. I know he's on your team. He should Um, be healthy. Um, He may come out and light the Cowboys up. Because you look at all the previous teams, not one of them had a very strong running game, right? I think out of all of them, you look at them, you could probably – Chris McCaffrey was out against the Cowboys, I think. So we can't say that. Saquon, I think, was out against the Giants. Uh, The Patriots – they have 75 running backs, so you never know <laughs> who's starting there. Tampa Bay doesn't have a run game. The Chargers had Austin Eckler, and Austin Eckler is on and off here or there. So this is the first time they're going to see a top three, top five running back, and we're going to see how they handle it. Now, if the offensive coordinator and the head coach can devise some great plans where they make it keep thinking that Dalvin Cook is running it, and then you lob it to Justin Jefferson or uh, Adam Thielen, like there's going to be some huge problems for D- Dallas' defense. Yeah, so, I mean,
0: really, even uh, Irv Smith is obviously on IR, so
1: they're missing that link. But Tyler Conklin has filled in pretty well for He, he stepped up here and there. But everything I'm saying can be exactly mirrored by the Dallas Cowboys. True. If they run Zeke on there constantly, you don't know if Lamb or Cooper is about to get the ball. You don't know if Schultz is getting the ball, right? True.
0: 100%. So. Th- and, and then that has that ability to spread the ball around. I mean, he's a really good quarterback. So, And I'm
1: going to hate if I rehear hear this uh, audio clip from Cowboy fans, but this is probably the most excited game I've ever got for a Cowboys game. Uh, um, right
0: now the line is Minnesota minus three. Um, that could be just because they're playing in Minnesota. Right. The home team has an advantage. But um, the over-under is 52.5, which is kind of on the high side for NFL Woo! game. I mean, I'm I'm showing on my spreadsheet, I'm showing uh, Dallas 22, Minnesota 26. So, uh, this will probably be a game that I stay away from. But um, I'm showing it might hit the under, but I don't think I'm going to bet either way.
1: It's a primetime game. I'm going to go with the under on it because uh, history has shown this season so far, a majority of the Monday night games have been unders. It was a Sunday night game, but same. Is thing. it? Did I misread the schedule? I didn't scroll yeah, Monday night. Monday night is uh, New York travels to Kansas City to play the lowly Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs come out and win that one um, 17 <laughs> 3. No. Um, so I'm still going to go with the under on the Cowboys game if I had to bet that one. I'm going to stay away from the spread on that one. If I'm going to go with any spread, I am going to go with the Texans at 16. So, um full
0: disclosure. Kidding. I've bet on the Texans like a couple weeks thinking they were going to take those points and they were going to cover the spread and uh they they don't.
1: So, no, they don't. I'm staying um, away I from would. it. Even even though they're playing at home, they're going to get embarrassed. I, at this point it's not even an embarrassment, it's an expectation. So, um no, one I did see though was Buffalo at minus 14. Yeah. I'm probably going to go with the Dolphins on the spread on this one. I don't see the Bills blowing them out that much. But, you know, I've been wrong before.
0: I I don't know. It's a home game. Uh, I don't really trust the quarterback for Miami. Um, And I think the rumor is that Miami doesn't trust their quarterback either. That's why they're trying to get Deshaun. So, I mean, I'm going to think Buffalo covers that.
1: I don't don't know 100%, but I think they're going to cover that. Well, guys, you know, you can always find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook with our posts for hockey, college football, and NFL. Uh, as we always say, go with them, ride with them. If you trust them, if you don't, go against them. Do your own thing, but do them at rrsportsbetting.com.
0: That's right. Yeah, if you if you like us, go with what we're, go, we're picking. If you don't like us, fade us, and then you can run your mouth on Twitter or Facebook or whatever and – uh Whatever, you can get your satisfaction that way. Either way, do it at rrsportsbetting.com.
1: But also remember, please do it responsibly, okay? Don't be yes, losing please. your house. Yes. Um, well, the next time you're at a bar and you want to try to pick a fight with a transgender person, uh, before you get hit in the face, tell them about 2-1B Athletes Talk Sports.
0: Not sure why you're trying to fight transgendered people, but... It, it was a last-minute deal. I didn't know. Oh, well, I mean, the next time that you're taking your dry cleaning in and you have to explain those weird stains on your clothes, break the ice. by talking about 2 and be athletes talk sports. That way you can kind of glaze over the weird glaze on your pants. I see what you did there. And get them to, you know, listen to stuff that you like, and maybe they'll forget about the – uh just forget about the extra stuff they're having to put in your stuff. Damn,
1: Whoa. we have to put more starch on it. Yeah, We already cleaned these ones. What the hell is on the crotch? See, at this point, I just take them in. They're like, hey, Ed, number two. Yep, yeah, number two again. They're like, okay, we'll take care of it. Yeah. What was this? Was this Taco Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you know where to find us. We're on all things social media. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok, and that's about it. So we do appreciate everything. We appreciate the support. We appreciate the hate. We appreciate the love. appreciate all the curse words. So hope you all are doing well, and we'll see you next time, assholes. Always the goat. <laughs>